0: Welcome to The Wilton Report, your local real estate market update with Josh Wilton, respected real estate agent, broker, consultant, and co owner of Queenston Realty in Princeton, New Jersey. Each week on The Wilton Report, Josh Wilton takes a deep dive into the research and analysis to provide you with the insider real estate information you need to buy and sell faster and smarter good morning everybody and welcome back to the wilton report and it is time to chat princeton real estate it's been an amazing couple of weeks in the market it feels like every day there is new news good bad and indifferent well not really indifferent just good or bad and um We're going to just kind of break it down and figure out what the deal is, uh, especially when it comes to Princeton real estate. We're going to talk a couple other towns too, but I will start by saying this. um, There has never been a better time to be a seller than right now, especially in Princeton. uh, We're going to actually allude to other markets, but again, I'm not a market expert in California, but in Princeton, I will tell you unequivocally in my 20 years, there has never been a better time to be a seller. So if you're one of the two people that actually listen to this podcast My advice is put your house on the market, or call me and put your house on the market, but it is an unbelievable time to be a seller. We're going to go into some of the market conditions, but today we're just going to really talk about the amazing amount of news that has come down to Pike in terms of real estate, interest rates, jobs, the whole shebang. So, but that being said, best time I've ever seen to be a seller. There's ever, 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 ever. Okay. Enough of that. So this was a headline in Bloomberg um, online and buyers are flocking to New York City suburbs. (laughs) Too bad there aren't many homes to sell. How about like there's no homes to sell? There's like nothing on the market. So bidding wars abound in areas where demand outstrips supplies, even as some parts of the US grapple with a much slower market. All of this is true. Okay. This is a very fancy way of this headline saying real estate is Local, what happens in California doesn't necessarily matter in New Jersey, especially in Princeton. So, here is a screen grab of a website. Perhaps you've heard of it. It's called Facebook. This gentleman is called Alan Tabek. He's a loan officer. I work with him. Um, so, these are the number of groups that came through individual open houses in these markets. So, ninety families, and this is. He posted this February 5th. This is like a couple of days ago. 90 families in Marlboro, 90 groups, because I don't think I'm allowed legally to say families, 50 groups in Freehold, 90 groups in Monroe. So that's 180 people in Monroe. If there's two people per group, right? 100 people in Freehold. So imagine the open house. I was at an open house at 23 Scarlet Oak in uh, Montgomery Township, about two miles north of where we're sitting here on Nassau Street. 10 a.m. on a Saturday, I'd say conservatively, there was 40 to 50 people milling through the house. I saw somebody I knew and they said, hey, what's going on? And of course, I brought the house down when I said, I wish there were more buyers looking in the market. You couldn't stand in the place. There were so many people there. So that one will sell conservatively for 50,000 bucks over the asking price. You can log it and we can check it, but that's my bet. Here is a LinkedIn post from a uh, colleague at another firm here in Princeton. Amy Sims Schaefer posted, my colleague's new 950K listing in Skillman, again, one town north of Princeton, just had 60 showings and 17 offers the first weekend on the market. I don't know if there's any, I don't, there's no, there shouldn't be any questions to that. And very adroitly, she said, there's 16 people still looking and there are. There are 16 people still looking. This is from a text chain here in the office from Kate Bonchev, who's an associate here at Queenston. FYI, 30 Providence in West Windsor, $1.35 million list price, 11 offers and counting. What questions do you have for me about the state of the real estate market, at least in central New Jersey? Okay. Okay. So this is a quick snapshot. Again, the data here is not the best, but it does kind of give you the picture of the fact that last year there was more houses on the market than there was this year. That number has actually dropped um, to 37 as of this morning. It's pretty precipitous. This is a picture. I have shared this with you before, I think a couple of weeks ago when we last broadcast. This is the inventory snapshot of homes. This is Princeton only, by the way, okay? Last year, 20, I'm sorry, 2021, there was 446 homes that came on the market. Last year in 2022, 362. That is a massive decline. And if you look at this and if you're watching, listening to this on Spotify, or you're listening to this on any of the podcasts, I do recommend you pop over to YouTube. Of course, selfishly hit the subscribe button. But if you look at the overall trend line, most years in Princeton, we see inventory well into the 400s the highest in the last uh, 10 years or so at 461. Last year, 362, right? I mean, it doesn't take a genius. In my econ class, as supply goes down, I think they told me price goes up. So that's exactly what's happening. I said this is going to happen. I've been saying it's going to happen. It is happening. So here's the other News flash. And again, this is a very repetitive thing if you do listen to this podcast. So if both of you listen every week. I appreciate it. Uh, Princeton and the other local towns are not interest rate driven. The real estate market is affordability, affordability driven, but it's not interest rate driven. I know it sounds like I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth. So here is a snapshot of the interest rates, right? So today's 30 year fixed. This was posted a couple of hours ago today's 30year fixed average 6.45. five days ago it was 5.99. Like you couldn't you can't make any of this up. There's so much uh, turmoil in the markets. So the bet was because of the jobs report which we'll talk about um, that the Fed is going to raise rates again, which they may and probably should, not that I agree with the overall policy but I'm not the Fed chairman. So again, rates are at 6.45 today. Tomorrow, the mortgage application index comes out. Um, we'll check that out as well. So here is a gentleman that I follow on Twitter. His name is Lance Lambert. He's very good. He works for Fortune. And he's headline, uh, and this is his pinned tweet, by the way, we're in a bifurcated housing market correction. San Francisco is down 10.5% from its peak. Chicago's down only 0.1%. Okay. So what does that mean? Those are very fancy economic words for saying real estate is local. That's it. So when you look at the graph below it, yes, San Francisco, Seattle, L.A., are getting hit. The West Coast is definitely getting hit in terms of an overall correction. New York, Chicago, Washington, well, really don't show signs of any sort of price dip overall. So what does that mean? Bifurcated means local as far as we're talking about today. So again, Princeton and the other towns are not as interest rate driven as you think. Just keep in mind last year, 38.04% of the transactions in Princeton were cash. So again, Is it rate-driven? Yeah, it is, but not like, you know, as much as you think. So I had said, I think three to four weeks ago on this podcast, a lot of what drives the residential real estate market is job. Job creation, job security, jobs, 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 jobs. So what happened the other day? The jobs report came out and it was all people could talk about. I think it was the tune of 513,000 uh, jobs. So why is San Francisco suffering and Princeton not suffering? Well, 40% of the job cuts right, that have happened are tech-driven. So again, a lot of the jobs in San Francisco, Seattle, they're tech. They've been tech. They will stay tech. So right now, you had a very inflated market. You had people buying houses sight unseen. You had extremely low interest rates. So interest rates have gone up. Affordability's gone down. All of which is true. More importantly, people just got laid off. Now, they're getting absorbed back into the workforce, from what I can tell, at least sitting here locally. But that being said, if your if your colleague at your next cubicle just got laid off, do you want to spend a million bucks on a house? Yeah, you know I'm going to rent one more year. That's kind of what goes through people's head. So um, I think that's what's going to happen in San Francisco. The market will fix itself and it always finds its own level. But, you know, again, it's not so much rate driven as consumer confidence and ability to spend money. If you have a job and you're securing it, you're going to buy a house for your family because you and your wife are having a baby. Or if you have a job and you're getting divorced and you need a house, you're going to find another house for yourself Uh as well. It's just, real estate is just a reflection of the life cycle. So what does this all mean? Okay. <laughs> if I had a crystal ball, it, it's incredibly tumultuous, I think would be the word. Um, you are still seeing job cuts, right? Uh, interest rates are going up, but we have literally, when I tell you, hundreds of people looking at an individual home as it hits the market, at least in the central part of the state, and obviously in the New York suburbs. In talking to my colleagues in northern New Jersey, shelves are bare. Southern New Jersey, shelves are bare. So what does it all mean? It means there's nothing on the market, and supply is down, prices will continue to go up. This is a snapshot in Princeton of what's on the market. So there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 houses below a million bucks for sale. Actually nine because one's coming soon. One's a studio for $340,000. So guess what? Not a lot of people living in that one. Brickhouse Road, sold. And by the way, I'll bet you at 50 bucks, that sells for 50,000 bucks above the asking price. You have the same three as I showed you a few weeks ago in Coventry Farm. Honestly, those are looking more like a value than ever before. 40 North Harrison Street is a townhouse that just hit the market for $900 thousand dollars and then you jump to 164 heather lane which was a house that had a fire and it's not habitable 17 madison same thing it's habitable but barely that's it in the under million dollar market in princeton that's it so what does that tell you if you're a buyer it's going to be incredibly competitive what does that tell you if you're a seller you can get top dollar for your property so you know My advice through all of this is as follows. And we, at our firm, I can tell you, are taking extreme pains to make sure that we sit down with each new customer and give them a macro micro review of what's happening in the market. So they they know exactly the market they're buying into and or selling out of uh, because it matters, right? You have to be educated as to what you're going to do on the buy side and you have to be educated as to where you want to be on the sell side. So if you really, really want my advice, schedule a consultation, get to know the local market conditions before you act so you can act with confidence when it's time to do so. That is the Wilton Report. Again, my name is Josh, and you can follow me on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. And as always, we are on YouTube and all the podcast accounts, Spotify, Google, and Apple. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you guys next week. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you for joining us for The Wilton Report. If you enjoyed this week's episode, please share it with your friends. And be sure to subscribe to The Wilton Report on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts.